Hi, Matthew. Hey, what's up, Zach? This is Pedal Pushers. We did it. We've got video. We are. We. I, I want to say live because we're watching it like it's live. I'm trying not to look, so I don't see how fat I am on camera. <laughs> what? I told you I, I needed to I say know. it at least once. You're going to say it. That's and, it. And I will promise you. It's I will not bring up the fact a problem that I'm super fat. You're not super fat. <laughs> It's fine. I'm not. We'll drop it. I'll drop it, and I'm going to lose weight because I'm on video now. I promise. I'm going to get healthy. No more Mountain Dew kids. in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch for breakfast. Oh man, have you ever accidentally? See, I don't want to go down these like these like we're the quirky podcast that talks about anything right. but the topic. Uh, yeah, but have you ever accidentally put something in in your cereal like that wasn't milk, and then you thought I'll just try it. No, like pours, I've, no. I've put water what? in in milk and cereal before. The poor man cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can afford cereal, but you can't afford milk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've had to like throw it out. I was like, I'll, but I'll see. I put, how, let I me put, see. I put sugar on my fries at In and Out once because I had been up thirty six hours. Did they ask you to leave? <laughs> no, I'd been up thirty six hours and I accidentally grabbed a sugar packet. Oh, okay. Because Devin and I drove down to to try to audition for Want to Be a VJ. Okay. The second season. I don't remember the first season. Well, that's a great story for another time, but right. I was up 36 hours. I put sugar on my fries. And it was like McDonald's fries after you did that. It was terrific. It was good. I ate them all. all I was right. tired and hungry. Well, so we're going to try this video format yes. moving forward. And uh, for those listening, we'll still do the audio format. Yes. Of course. We'll Hopefully just... it's still just as engaging, I... even though we're playing for the cameras right here. Well, kind of. It's like listening to stand-up comedy and like, you know, you hear people laugh at something that you can't. You can't yeah. see him do it, and you just, yeah. if you laugh like, too, because you're like, I know it's yeah, good. So I pro- I'll probably try to not to do uh, a ton of physical comedy on the show. That's right. <laughs> Unlike before. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't have a can, though. You don't have a can. Because we drank all of our, our, our sparkling water this week, yes. our fizzies. Yes, we do have a table full of So I don't get so. to do that on the very first episode, but you heard it in the intro. That's right. There you go. So, so what do we want to talk about this week, bud? Well, uh, it's PRS. Right it's right yeah, there. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PRS released some new guitars, one of which we all knew about. Big topic. And then another one that was kind of a surprise that I honestly, I had hoped something like that would have been the case, Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't necessarily see it coming. I knew that one was coming. Yeah, because the the Miles Kennedy one was a a worst kept secret in guitars. Yeah, what had to be. Because, I mean, he was road testing that thing for a long, long time. Yeah. And so this happened at GearFest. Basically, right? Which is now Summer Nam. Kind of. It is. L- Summer Nam light. Yes. I mean, it's um, something, you know? I mean, it's the like fact Summer Nam for like 50 people. The, the, the fa- <laughs> but the fact that like PRS released a guitar around when Gear Fest was going to be has to say something about the importance of Gear Fest. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was getting um, at. Yeah. But yeah, so what we're talking about this week is going to be PRS made a telly. PRS made a telly. And uh, well, definitely they made two. Yes. But they released the Miles Kennedy signature, and then the the NF fifty three, which is um, I I, it's a very PRS name. Yes, don't like the name though. What would you you want to name it like the Silver Sky or yeah. the Fiore or? So I don't like the Fiore much either. But at but least it's it's a, an, it's a name. It is a name. It's it's mm. it's identifiable. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so. Let's just get into it. Why don't you get us started? Okay. So first question I had for you about this is, first thing I thought of, is that legal? What is what legal? Can PRS make a Telecaster? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I okay, first, I have no 
people have uh, hangups about this. People have hangups about stuff like this. The yeah. Silver Sky was was a a, a breach into this, <sighs> and uh, but it's still there. It's still there's there's hangups, and I think it's interesting. And we'll get to why I think it's really interesting. And being somebody that's worked for guitar companies and had a lot of uh, conversations around this is mm-hmm. what can you get away with when your brand is known for a certain style, a certain energy, and a certain aura. Right. of guitars. Well, should we touch on the Silver Sky thing? Well, we could start there cuz that's the that that's what I mean is it legal? Is it like I think obviously this doesn't happen unless the Silver Sky is a success. Absolutely. But the 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 amount of people that started speaking out against the Silver Sky when it came out yeah. was baffling to me. It totally blew my mind because yeah. everyone was like, how dare they make a Stratocaster <laughs> copy? And you look around, like go to any guitar retailer. Any. any, Literally anyone. Half the guitars are Strats. Yes. I'd yeah. say the majority of all guitar guitars out there have some... Uh, relation to a Stratocaster. Yeah, it's, like you, it's the OG. It's the most important and the best-selling guitar of all time. Absolutely. And and I, I don't know. It, 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 it just is so maddening f- to me that they would get mad at, at PRS for what they say outright copying and, and, and furthermore getting mad that Paul and John and, and, and company took so long to make a strat it is not that clear-cut it is not that simple and furthermore i don't think like, i see it and it is st- a strat shaped object but i think a lot of people the majority of companies who make strat shaped objects <laughs> make them that are much closer in shape with less of an attempt to do anything new and anything different and anything interesting i i would argue yeah that. i mean i think that I would be one of those people that read the press release about how long it took and kind of thought it was kind of funny. You think so? I, I well, not funny. I but then I also was working at Novo that took like how long after we had whispered about the Idris for it to finally come out. Right, and it's it's a strat shaped object. But so I get it a little bit more now. At the time, I would say I'm like, well, it's a strat. Like, how long did it take? But I I think understanding what it would take to make sure that two guys are happy yes. that have a lot riding on it, which is Paul Reed Smith and John Mayer is right. probably why it took so long. Well, that, it's because you've got, if it's one guy to make happy, that would take long enough, which is mm-hmm. somebody that has that level of sort of, you know, perfection on what they want the guitar to be. But then when you introduce a, a signature artist, mm-hmm. it's going to be doubly. Cause I know there's probably a lot of things that, Paul would have done that that John wanted to do differently. Oh, I'm sure. And but, there's been a few things on the record on how that guitar turned out the way it did. Yeah, and, and it, it's so interesting to think about just okay, let's 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 just look at John's touring schedule. Mm-hmm. How much time does he have in there? How much time would any artist have in there? And we're getting a little bit sidetracked, but I think it's a valid conversation. How much time would these people have to sit down and mm-hmm. go Okay, now I'm going to really have a sincere and honest look at this thing I'm going to put my name on. Like if he's on the road, mm-hmm. you know, he's touring, he's gigging, he's in he's in he's in that headspace and he might not be thinking, you know, super uh diving into the minutia 
other yeah. things that he would really want if it were at home or some time where sure. he could be in that headspace. And, and and there's so much about that guitar. And 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 to the uh, considering the NF3 as well or NF53. Yes. <laughs> NF3 was a different model. It was. Um but when you think about that, all the little details take so long. The fact that the Silver Sky has a different Strat jack cup. Yes. It's entirely different. That took months for them to well, you also that, it, it, I think that is sort of what I kind of understand more. I think the Silver Sky came out pretty early in my Novo career. And understanding like how long it takes to get a custom part made, right. even if you make it yourself or if you are, you know, getting it uh, made by another manufacturer, and and the it, the amount, like the quantities that PRS has to do all their stuff on, leads it to be you know incredibly expensive, and sure. you have to nail it. Um, so it is an interesting thing, kind of. But you know, to to kind of like you know bring up bring it back to the telly. Right. Yeah. I think obviously there's a reason this exists is because the Silver Sky was a, a huge success. The Silver Sky was the best selling used guitar on reverb last year, I think. Yeah. Or the best selling guitar on reverb. It might be, you know. Um which is I mean, think about that. The of of the pantheon of iconic guitars and all the stuff that is is living on reverb. Yes. Arguably the probably the most filled space of gear on the internet. Yes. And that's the best selling guitar. That's remarkable. Yeah. So, you know, it is very legal <laughs> oh, yeah. for PRS twos. But I still feel like they get pushback for this stuff. And it, what right. I find funny and the reason why I like to bring that part of it up is being a, a, uh, a fan of PRS for as long as I have been and, you know, going back and doing my research and I've got books and about the history of PRS and all that stuff. They've been doing bolt-on swamp ash guitars with single coil style pickups since the late 80s. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing, they've been trying to do this from the beginning yeah and it finally hit and it's because of everything came coming together obviously the biggest strat artist that you can get oh yes yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's in, currently in, in pop culture right now in pop culture and then making a guitar that was you know new enough for everybody to be cool with it but familiar and, enough to where it worked and making it really good and so that yes we can parlay that into the next part of this conversation is the yeah. reaction of the internet to this new model yes. has been, I you could say it's divided, but I don't think there's much of a division. It's the vast majority of people, I think, do not like this guitar. Do you think so? I think so. Is that what you've seen? That's what I've seen. Are you reading comments on like YouTube videos or... Facebook, YouTube, uh, things like that. See, I'm like never that. on Facebook. You got to tell me what's going down over in Grandpa Land <laughs> over there. I don't do Facebook, so I don't know what's happening. Because like the artists that I've seen, the guys that got sent a guitar, and granted, they got sent a guitar, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or people that played it at Gear Fest. And we talk that our good buddy, uh, Red Shull, yes, has done a video about this, which is, you know, very interesting given his history with PRS. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people talk about it and they really like it. Or okay. at least that it sounds good. Uh, are we talking about the NF53 or are we talking about the Miles Kennedy? The NF53. Now, I, I think the vast majority of people are not a big fan of the Miles Kennedy. It's selling model. out everywhere, though. It's selling out, but... Who's I, buying that guitar? I don't know. I want to know is who's buying that guitar. I'd love to know because it's not my cup of tea. I don't really like the way the pickups look. Uh, not the style of pickups that I would go with. I don't like the pick guard. And, uh, you know, that is... It's just... There isn't anything about that guitar that looks interesting to me. I, th- I think the the biggest offender on that guitar is is the pickguard shape. Yeah, I think that detracts from it because it's it's body body shape is well is relatively the same thing. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But the fact that it has that 
that big, very big pit guard. It's like an SG pit guard or something. Yeah, it's very strange. Like a full SG guard or something like Which that. Which is, you know, I kind of get. It's like the, the Telecaster pit guard is pretty large. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it covers the top half of the guitar almost. Mm-hmm. But it there's something about it that is just not aesthetically pleasing. And, and Rhett played it, and he said it just didn't connect with that one. I think if, it's interesting, too, that they went with the, the angled bridge pickup. Right. On that guitar, but not the NF fifty three, right. which feels like it needs to be more of a Tele style guitar than the Miles. Miles can't even be anything. Yeah, doesn't have to be a Tele style guitar. It's a signature sure. model for a guy. Yeah. So he just whatever he wants, and I'm I'm sure he fucking loves that guitar. Oh yeah, and, and, I'm, it, and I'm I hope and I'm sure people that want that guitar and like the way I mean they're gonna love it because it's gonna play great. It's gonna feel great because it's PRS. Sure. So hopefully it sounds great for them. I think that and the, that's cool. The argument that Rhett gave against the Miles Kennedy model, and and I I, I understand where he's coming from with this, mm-hmm. is that it is more of a PRS thing as a five way switch with you know the splitter tap positions, yep, yep. and so it's kind of doing all those things that traditionally you're not so, looking for on a Telecaster. No, and that a custom twenty four unless, unless you're Brett do. Mason. Right, unless you're arguably one of the best Telecaster players <laughs> on the planet. Yes, exactly. But the NF53, I think the the sound is undeniable. I haven't heard anyone say that that sounds bad. Every clip I've seen sounds really good. Yeah, and 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 I do legitimately think it looks good. I and I like it. Too. I like the way it looks. I don't like all the finishes. I don't okay. like the black uh, finish, dog hair. The dog hair finish. I don't. I just don't like that particular. I like the white look. dog hair. Looks great. Yes, that one looks really good. And granted, I haven't seen it in person. So I can't speak to yeah, that yeah, finish yet. Yeah. And I'm I'm willing to withhold judgment mm-hmm. um, regarding that. But it's it's very interesting how just up in arms people get against these things without ever seeing it in person or laying a finger on it. Because I understand if something is really drastic and, and not your cup of tea, uh, like, like a warlock or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. you can see that g- guitar and go, that's not for me. Yeah. But how do you know that something that is very reminiscent of a classic design mm-hmm. that we all know and are familiar with, mm-hmm. made by arguably one of the best guitar ma- manufacturers in the world, mm-hmm. is making a guitar that probably stinks? You don't. Well, I think that's like it's totally fine if you just think it looks like shit and you don't want to play it because right, you sure. don't like it because that's the if always, you really hate it if you really hate the way it looks because that's always the first thing if you're we play guitar to be cool. Like we want right. to be cool. We started playing guitar because we wanted to put it on and go, man, look, I, at, me. look at me. I'm awesome. <laughs> like, right. Like that's, that's it. Like, so if you don't feel that way about the guitars, then it's, it's moot. We're over. Right. It's, yeah. it's just like there, there's no argument against that. If you just don't like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the interesting part about this compared to the silver sky. And this is the first thing I thought of was the silver sky looks way more like a strat than the NF 53 looks like a telecaster. It definitely does. And what do you think the reason without, you know, having Paul here to ask that question, he really didn't talk about that on the debut video. What is your expert take Zachary on why that can came about? Cause Paul Ray Smith probably wouldn't, if it hadn't been for John Mayer, he would not have made the silver sky that way. And it wouldn't have been as much of a success. Absolutely. So that's interesting to me. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if the nuts were candy 
butts, then every day would be Christmas, right? <laughs> that's not at all. Is that how it goes? If ifs, if, and, if, ifs, and, if, ifs and butts were candy and nuts, that's what I all said. Have a Merry Christmas. That's totally what I said. I said if ifs and butts were candy. And that's exactly. What's the difference? Oh, oh, you knew what I meant. Okay, no, you're yeah. Okay, you know what I meant. I, you said butts, and I thought of I try to say butts. butts as many times as possible <laughs> in any situation. So what I'm getting at is, is that like. Does if Paul know like this is a very like it's a you know it's a nuanced question. Sure. If Paul knew that the like the version of the silver sky, if he just designed it, he's been trying to do that the whole time and he never nailed it. He made the EG series and it was okay. It was and there's cool. some people that love them. Yeah. Shout out to Philippe from Caroline who still got one on his wall and did a video about it recently. There, there's like there's some cool guitars in that history, but it never hit swamp ass special was one that came out Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s that uh, i remember really liking but it took john mayer so is it is it john mayer's name or is it the way the guitar they ended up with or is it all of it i think it's a i'd I'd say the majority of is probably john's name right well, I mean, well, it's John's name, and and the guitars are really good. Well, and that but, the, too. but every one of the 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 Strat style guitars that PRS has made has probably been really good as yeah. far as the the fit and finish and the playability. Maybe not the pickups and the sound quality because you know they've gone through a lot of changes, and mm-hmm. you know I don't think PRS didn't hit their stride with pickups until the 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 fifty eight oh sevens or. It came out in like the late nineties. Yeah, I mean the late two thousand, something like that. I mean, that's when they started really leaning more vintage. But yeah, but that's my argument is is that like you try to, if you're a manufacturer and you're trying to decide, okay, how do I determine that this guitar was a success when I've got John Mayer's name on it? It's a traditional strat. So I'm saying is like now you're coming at it and you're going, I'm gonna make a Telecaster, right? And you like go like, well, we made a strat that was pretty traditional like you look at it and then but we're going to do a telly but we're not going to do that and and i think the reason why is because you didn't have an artist that was asking for those things so it was like you said yeah paul's actual vision but does that mean that it's not going to be as much of a success as the silver sky but it's tough to quantify because it doesn't have a like a monster telly player's name on the guitar yeah, I, I don't know. That was a lot of a lot of riff in there, folks. I yeah. apologize. For wow, that. did you follow all that? No, I need to lie down. I barely did. Uh, I barely, my point is, is that that you know, for Paul to go with a tele design that is non traditional is an interesting choice to me. Absolutely, and I'm gonna touch this mouse. What are you doing? My computer went to sleep. Oh, and, you, I, and it made me nervous because you don't know what's going on. Over <laughs> I don't there. know what's going on. I gotta man. point out I'm there. gonna put it down here by my feet. All right, cool. Um, yeah. This is this is this is like a pilot YouTube episode. We're right? going to try. If yeah. if you hate this, I'm sorry, we'll get better. <laughs> and if we never get better, then stop watching. That's right. That's it. That's all I got. Oh no, wait. Please don't stop watching. Do you want people to watch you if they hate it? Yeah. I guess see that's true. Yeah, we maybe need, watch, we need the views. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to like have like more opinions that are like like hate view opinions. No, I know. I know. You know, I mean, we're um, not we're not we're not those guys, man. No, no, no. But I'm I'm curious to see how the legs that this is going to have. Yes. Because I I don't you know, no one ever wants anybody's anything to outright fail. No, no um, not at all. But I don't I Rising don't think tide lifts all boats. That's right. I said that right. You did. <laughs> uh, I get a couple. Uh like I don't foresee necessarily the Miles Kennedy taking off and being being this yeah. It'll, cornerstone it, of their it'll thing. do well for the people that are into it right what i get curious about with that guitar is the thing that you want for an artist guitar 
is that the fans of that artist get a guitar. Right. And then people, it has features that you cannot find in the regular lineup or at all on a guitar. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and I think this guitar has that, but I, I'm wondering who that's for. Yeah, who wants that? Who wants that? Because, you know, arguably, I love Dave Grissom. Yeah. Amazing guitarist, great uh, guitar, but yeah. he doesn't necessarily... I think in the grand scheme of like guitar, the guitar playing pantheon, yeah. he doesn't have the name pull that a lot of other guys would have. Not that but he, the model pull, but is, the model is, pull is sweet because it's a fantastic looking. I mean, it's a classic PRS shape, but it's got the the tremolo system mm-hmm. um, and the unique two pickups, vo- two volume controls, multiple volumes, a really good neck shape. It's as a, soon as you hold yeah. it, you, it's, it's like a you feature set you cannot get, and it would appeal to people that aren't necessarily fans of David Grissom. Absolutely. And that's what you want the Miles Kennedy for. And I, I'm dubious about that. Right. And I think regardless of John Mayer's name on the Silver Sky, it appeals to those people because you look at the number of people who are playing that guitar now. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of them are huge John Mayer fans. Mm-hmm. But anybody that enjoys a Strat plays that and goes, oh, no, that's pretty good. Well, and then you also have this, this, this you know, just an incredible fan base for PRS Sure. Who are like, okay, well, now I'm going to buy a, a, a Strat, yeah. which I never would have before. Right. But now I can have a PRS. That's huge. Yes. And that's, I'm sure, a big part of the NF53's appeal. Mm-hmm. So I have like a, a, a working theory here yes. that is that is not substantiated by anything except my own psychosis. Oh, uh, this is perfect for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that the Miles Kennedy guitar was, was, was started, the project was started to be the PRS telly. And it drifted so far away, the NF-53 was born. Oh, I, I absolutely think that's what happened. And yeah. because they that Paul's like, sweet, we're going to do a telly with Miles. And then the guitar they ended up with, Miles is happy with. So they're like, cool, we need, but I still want to do a telly style guitar. So I would not be surprised if the NF-53 was a, a, a working prototype of the Miles guitar at some point. And the Miles guitar turned into what it was. And Paul's like, but I really like that. So let's go down that road. Right. I would not be surprised if that's how it went because I think it was really smart to do it that way mm-hmm. because it helps sort of sell the the platform to yeah. have like which one that you wanted, which one would you, which, which if, 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 if you're into the style, now you've got a, a choice here versus like, Hey, we're going to come out with miles. This is our telly style guitar. And you're like, Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I you don't I, think that's crazy. No, 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 no. I absolutely think that's, more than likely what happened and i'm i'm really curious to get my hands on one and try it yes um you see all sorts of people moaning about the price you see people moaning about all this stuff but i think the price is terrific i think the price is 28.99 is is a great price for i mean guitars are so expensive now they're oh yeah it's insane i mean i just look at the prices of that have gone up i mean regular prs has went up again this year yeah like a base model like mccarty guitar is like 4600 bucks Wow. 55. Not 10 top? Just a... 10 top, 55. <laughs> We're the wrong biz, bro. <laughs> did, Trying to yeah. slang these pedals Whoa. for 200 bucks. <laughs> My goodness. But, but so everything's going up. Yeah. I mean, prices are through the roof for a ton of brands. And so I think twenty eight ninety nine for a production guitar, you know? Yeah, I mean, you of could... Of that caliber. Of that caliber where, you know, if you're buying a American Vintage 2 Fender, Strat Styles, you know, those are 2300 bucks. Yeah, I would say the jump in quality is pretty significant with PRS. Absolutely, and so that is worth the price. Yeah, you can't, in my opinion. Oh, man, that that was something that I saw 
on my my old man Facebook uh, meandering. You got to get off that stuff, man. No, no, no. Well, I no, guess no. it gives us good material to talk about on the show. No, it does. But also, like, there's a. I mean, I, like I've said before, I'm in the the that pedal show community. Um, on there are they are they a bunch of a bunch of cranks? No, 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 no. <laughs> Which old cranks? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's mostly like very supportive and stuff. But okay. like the, we okay. get a lot of mythos questions, good, and and a lot of things about mythos on there. And I feel like if I wasn't there, that that would be bad. Yeah. And it's just you know, people use Twitter, people use TikTok. If if I'm spending a few minutes a night going, did, any, did I get tagged in anything? Nope. Okay, that's that's about my extent. But what I saw, yeah. Is I was really curious about what the community thought about this guitar. And it's I, fascinating. And yes. and I saw a guy commenting, commenting, commenting. Um, You're doing great. I'm very tired. That it was four grand, and I told you that. And and then we what we, what? We, what? What, what what what? So we screen capped um, the Sweetwater listing, and I shared it. And he said three thousand. Uh, it's overpriced, like everything is right now. And I th- I thought what? And I replied. If everything is overpriced, nothing. that's just what stuff costs now. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, obviously we've had a lot of inflation recently. Mm-hmm. We had a global pandemic where chips were stuck in canals <laughs> and it was difficult to get parts. It, yeah. There's It's crazy out there. You know, you can't get anything from the Ukraine. No, the, I can't get my know, diodes. Uh, you can't get your diodes if that guy's watching. Where's my oh, diodes? Oh, man. Crazy. So, I, you know, Still that is the me point. Sad. Is it like... It is difficult. Like, if you look at the market right now, it is just everything's expensive. If you want a baseline, um, I mean, we talked about this when we discussed price in our last episode. Yeah. I, you know, knowing how guitars are made, I think a lot of them are are, are underpriced. Uh-huh. What they are, it's just because it's so expensive to do. And those brands are really cutting it close. I mean, the amount of that PRS makes on their S2 line, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just those margins they got to make up for in volume. And they really it, do. You know, the something that I thought about that, I mean, I'm sure we mentioned it, but uh, I wanted to talk about with this guy is that it costs more to pay people to make these things now. Yeah. Uh, you know, every every year it gets more expensive to Well, to you pay know, if, if the, which is a really good thing in my opinion. Right. Is that if, if the, you know, the, the, the wages that people are getting paid have gone up to in a lot of cities, you know, service workers and, and, you know, fast food, you're getting $15 now. So mm-hmm. it's like, if we're going to pay people, we yeah. got to pay significant, you know, cashola to have them come over here and do a hard job yeah and it's a skilled job and that's i think that's good for everybody i want people to make money i want people to have a good living i want the guys that we hire to be able to like make that a real living for them i mean Mm -hmm. that's what we're striving for and so you know you want these manufacturers to price the guitars and you know maybe people just buy less guitars but are make more uh informed and wonderful lifelong choices yeah maybe that's it i mean you know uh People can flip stuff if they want new things, but you know, I think that like, I mean, I would never in a million years. Maybe my brain's more being in this space for so long. Think twenty eight ninety nine is is expensive for a guitar. No, now, not, do, not from PRS. But I do know that there's a lot of people that are just anything above a thousand dollars is expensive for a guitar. But that's right. just that's just their reality when it comes to what they can afford. Sure. And I would hope that one day they could get more expensive stuff because the guitars rule. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. But maybe there'll be a, uh, a SE version that'll be awesome, and people can get that. I mean, it, it all it's a successful guitar. Yeah, it all depends on how successful it is. But yeah. I think I think it's pretty remarkable how quickly the the Silver Sky got into the SE 
lineup. Yeah, they just came out with a couple of new versions, the maple yeah. boards and some new colors. But, yeah. um, you know, the PRS or the PRS, the DGT took a long time. Yes. Despite being probably one of the most popular models that yeah. they've made. Yeah. But yeah, we'll oh. see. But you, you put so, another point. Okay. I got a, I got an interesting one here. So this is always really fascinating to me and you know, everybody knows my background. So I worked with, with DF for so long and you know, when he started the Fano line, he had as many crossovers as you possibly can have. Sure. And his goal was to do the line based on if every single one of the major manufacturers were in-house together. Okay. That was the goal. That was a line that he had about the Alta Facto series. But it's always been fascinating to me how hard it is for brands to branch out and go, you know, cross over to yeah. the other side, which is we've got our tent pole guitars, the Strat and the Les Paul. And when you try to do that, when you're sort of known for one of those, it's very, very difficult. And yeah. we started the show by waxing poetic about how well Paul Reed Smith and John Mayer pulled it off. Congrats mm-hmm. to those dudes. Oh, yeah. But it is, it is, we're st- and that's what I thought was interesting is that, okay, we're going to do it again and maybe people are going to be cool with that. And it's like, nope. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But there was still that initial like reaction of like, what the fuck is this? There was, there was a definite yes. pushback when the thing drops. So but, if you're other brands and I'm talking Fender trying to do Gibson stuff, mm-hmm. Gibson trying to do Fender stuff, you know, I have the, the Sir aura on here, which I think was a very interesting kind of, you know, goal for them. But I don't know what, what happened? What happened to that? I, I, well, I know we know a little bit. They made it. They made it. looked it. just like a Les Paul. Did they uh, get sued out of existence? No. Gibson said, and cinema C and D. Uh huh. And then they changed it. And then, and I think they make a few, but I mean, is John the one that makes those? I think that was well. Like his the, the bit stick. on the first hundred was he was going to do a fresh dressing. Oh, <laughs> that okay. Was, okay. That, that was, hey, you know, it's I nice. mean, like fresh dressing yeah, is nice. You got to do. You it. know that John's going to breathe on your guitar is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a big factory. They're making a lot of guitars over there. A lot so of air you know, he ain't touching all of them. Right. Oh, right? Wow. that's wow. the kind of point. So what I think is like there's a history of this, right? That the other the guitar brands trying to reach out to the other side and do this successfully, sort of unsuccessfully, sort of, and it just continues to this day. And I think that no matter what, once you get a certain success level, it's just once you're known for something, it's difficult to to cross over because people are just going to be skeptical about it. I don't know if anyone yet oh has succeeded in crossing. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was <laughs> interviewing you for a second. I got confused. Um, has succeeded in crossing over uh, those sort of hard lines as well as PRS has because you think about it. There have been other people mm-hmm. who've done this. Yeah. Right. But has anyone found that success like like PRS has? I mean, like a Fender making Gibson style stuff. I mean, they made the Starcaster back they in did. the day that sucks they it's it's a it's a niche guitar that hangs around i think because uh radiohead plays them yeah and then they made like the you know the tele deluxes and customs with the wide range things and that's didn't, like you didn't really hit it's no. it's they even niche. had seth lover make the pickups and even those like i mean they're very popular but are they less paul popular no but, uh, those, but they're still you know but i think it's interesting because those are still bolt-on guitars mm-hmm. they're not mahogany or anything no. Right. So like I think the difference is is that when you go when you go full out where you're yeah. going, you know, where you're making a guitar and it's like 
you know, you're not just putting some some single coil pickups in it or some humbuckers in it. You're, you know, manufacturing it completely different. Well, and is that part of the problem too? Is that like you have to get to the point to where you can? I know for a fact that if you are doing bolt-on maple necks and then suddenly you're going to do all mahogany set neck tilt back, it's a completely different process. Oh yeah, yeah. And so rechanging your entire factory in order to do that is a is a huge thing. And yeah. PRS again has been making bolt-on neck guitars the entire time. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, CE has been around for since like '89 at least yeah. in the eg series and so we talked about that so they can do that but you're right like, like who else is i mean because gibson the, i mean i put, put the firebird on there uh, but the but, firebird was a, was supposed to be a strat like attempt at coming at the strat well kind of but i mean they did they did a proper strat style thing in the the 80s with the victory series uh-huh. double cut single coil and and gibson has toyed with single coils or single coil-esque things for, yeah. for ages but none of those did anything um, and, I, and when I say single coil, I don't mean P90. I mean proper fender style yeah. single yeah, coil. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, other people kind of do a little bit of both, but not on the level and the. We're the talking about notoriety. the volume of it. There's certain brands out there that kind of like dabble in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know where you know I'm sure somebody like uh, you know Kiesel or something will do a lot of different style of guitars that you can order. Yeah, we're talking about you know really like man like if Sir it didn't necessarily work out for them and that's what I mean like if you go to Sir you can get a set neck guitar you can get mahogany mm-hmm. you can get carved top but it's but they tried to make a Les Paul and it didn't stick. Well, or it was whatever. well. Yeah. I mean, I think it hit at a time when that guitar was released. It was very expensive. It was like, eight thousand dollars. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I saw it, that I was at the Nam show where it debuted to check it out and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's less small, and that's a lot higher than yeah what Gibson was making at the time, and that's the thing that you have to convince these people. Oh, uh, you could get a Gibson custom shop from the people that you know. It's it's funny throwing around the fact that these are the people that made that guitar, but you know it's not really no. Uh, same with Fender. Fender's no. been sold uh, a couple times, a couple times since yeah. 1965. Yeah, same thing. So. It's an interesting thing to 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 say, but it is you know it is true. There's a name on the headstock. There's a headstock shape, and so it. it but I guess like okay, so here's a good question uh, as a business because we are a business. We're trying to make money. We have uh, childs, children, childs. <laughs> we have childs. <laughs> we, we have childs. <laughs> we have children to feed, right? Uh-huh. So we want you to buy uh, Mythos pedals so we can we can feed our childs, right? <laughs> but yeah. the point is, is that like, do you need like if you're we've talked about a lot of Gibson stuff on this show, like do you need to do this in order to to survive? Like, what is the goal of that, right? Like if you're uh, Fender and you're like we're selling the bejesus out of what we make, right? If you're Gibson, we're selling the bejesus out of what we make. Like, it's an interesting question to say for Paul. Reed Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, what was like? It was there. Like, it was this like a thing for him? It's like a personal itch where he's like, I got, I'm going to get this right. Like, I'm going to do this, and I have to. And it's not necessarily 100 percent about business, right? Yeah. Like, that's an interesting question to me because that's the the whole thing. It's like, do we do we are we doing this because there's a whole section of the market we need to reach because we're trying to grow and everybody wants to get bigger and everybody wants more, you know, capitalism, Stuff. Yeah. right? It's yeah. like you're trying to do all that. So like that's the interesting question to me is it like is it a it's not necessarily a bad thing that they can't do this unless and I think it works sort of because at these other companies they don't have Paul Reed Smith 
Oh, absolutely. Right? Or a Dennis Fano. Right. Or a John Sir. A guy mm-hmm. who's like, there's a craft there for them, and mm-hmm. they're interested in pushing the boundaries and seeing what they could do because they love all the guitars. Right. And they want to try to hit those marks because, of course, they love the Strat. Of course, they love the Les Paul. Of course, they love 335s and all that stuff. So I think yeah. it's the companies that have that guy that's mm-hmm. still there that are trying to push the boundaries and it's why maybe at the other places it's not, it's necessarily not going to happen because they don't have, I don't know. That's, a, yeah, that's, well, a, I think, it, I think it's 100% that they don't have Paul because I think people understand his relentless pursuit, whether you agree with it or not yeah. for improvement. But also I think Paul just does that. He just throws everything at the wall and, yeah. and sees what, what will stick. And, and, and yeah. it's interesting because you look at, at PRS and just look at the model lineup. And then recently, they, they, the modern Eagle is now part of the core line. Yes. And if you had asked me what guitars from PRS's history will join the normal core lineup, I don't know if I would have ever guessed the modern Eagle. The modern Eagle, yeah. Like, who, like it doesn't seem like they would have. Well, they, I thought they always just did those as like a, as a special run once in a while, and then yeah. it was gone. Yeah, like for yeah. the like PRS experience events or things like that, they do those yeah. in private stock. But it just never. It doesn't seem like a guitar that would appeal to enough people. I'm sure it, I've, I've played one years ago, but it didn't have the small pickup um, underneath the neck. Yeah, like it's an HSH now. Yeah, and, and and it's been like that in the private stock mm-hmm. lineup for a while. But it, it's just it's it's interesting, and I think that's just because like there's a, there's a, they have their production probably so down pat mm-hmm. that they can do these things. Yes. And well, that's kind of my my point is that like they they've been they've had a lot of versatility for so long, yeah, that they're able to do this, and you know that makes I don't know anything about Sir, but it might have been you know such a, a change in direction to try and make those guitars that oh, it was yeah. just labor intensive and expensive, and it's like at some point you have to look at it and go like, what do we need to do this for? Sure, it's it's a really interesting thing, you know, and also I do think that the the Silver Sky price is also really helpful, the, the price oh, is yeah. being anything. Any American-made manufacturer that can do sub three thousand is, is that's a that's a that's a good place to be. Yeah, if you and can pull that off. The fact that there's they're simple, they're widely appealing, and this is going back to the NF fifty three too. It, you're not alienating. This is what Rhett said. Uh, any part of the market by having outlandish finishes or uh, flamey tops and things like that. It's it's a very approachable aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, whether you agree with the shape or not, yeah, that's kind of up to you. But yeah, yeah. and I will, I will disagree with Rhett because he's always throwing out this like PRS blue and green and and these f- crazy flame tops, and they do that. I mean, most PRS, I'd say the majority of PRS guitars, what? just adjusting, making sure <laughs> the majority of PRS guitars, you know, they have flamey tops. But I would yeah. not say that the majority of them have. I wouldn't say the majority has crazy finishes. No, I mean the thing about PRS that they can do though is if you go to uh, any manufacturer, I mean any uh, uh, retailer of PRS, you're going to see like striking blues, striking greens, striking purples, some really interesting like burst Blacks finishes, along with the traditional stuff. They and, have a lot, and I think that that's what it is. Is like if you go to a website and you're looking at a, a Gibson, you're going to see, you know, cherry sunbursts, lemon sunbursts, variety of sunbursts ebony and alpine white and that's it and just seeing those i mean it might put you off it if you go to a store and that's all they have right at the time is a bunch of blue i'm not a fan of any of the blue or green prs guitars i like trampas green 
Blake Trampas Green? Yeah. yeah. But I think that it depends was... on the guitar. But but one thing that's funny is I think the reason that people don't see oh. those as much. Well, uh, we got no headphones on. I don't know what I did. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Is because uh, all the other ones sell. They're gone. Yes. They, they move But they quick. must sell these guitars. Yeah, they, of course yeah, they do. Of course they yeah, do. Of course they do. So they, they sell these blue guitars. So it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's red, uh, wrong again. <laughs> Again, right, wrong. No, but I get what he's saying. He's like, he's saying, which I do think is true, is that there is a way to appeal. There's certain stuff that appeals to every person that's ever picked up a guitar. Sure. And there's stuff that certain people really like. I think a, a, a very bright blue flamey guitar is a specific thing that certain people like, but you get a black guitar. And it's pretty hard to for people to say they don't like that. Yeah. I don't like a black guitar. Yeah. That's not really something that maybe somebody would. Maybe. You said you didn't like the dog hair one. There's so. I mean, and I need to see it in person. Yeah. Uh I would rather it just be like solid black. They do a solid black one. For the in the fifty three? They do. Oh, okay. They have a solid black and they do the dog hair. Oh, uh, okay. You hadn't you hadn't noticed that? And there's what are what are the colors? There's like the There's the, a sunburst. There's uh, dog hair white. Oh. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a show. They get they sunburst. They got white, uh, dog hair white, dog hair black, uh, blue, and uh, just piano black. Like piano black. Yeah. I, didn't, I thought there was only like three colors on no. the 53. And the Miles had. Unless I'm wrong. Oh my God. Am I The Miles wrong? had like the black. Does and Miles the have the black one and not the NF3? Yeah, and I'm I wrong. Think so. and Am like I really green. wrong? Rhett's always wrong. And I'm always wrong. Is that was, no? That's not always wrong. It's a good video. You should watch the video. I could say that because he's my friend. But yeah. I, 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 I get what he's saying about that. Is the colors are supposed to be a little bit more? Although the blue yeah. is very PRS, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't I like think the blue. That's the Miles Kennedy. No, they do a blue in the NF3 too. I get. We'll put it on the screen. You vamp while I look at my phone to see the prices. I mean, all of see this the to models. say is that Whoa. I'm very curious. To yeah. try this uh, I'm excited I know that the feedback on it uh, coming out of the Nashville showroom was outstanding according to them that was what I wanted to talk about next see I was right look black black dog hair blue oh, Mateo okay. McCarty sunburst white dog hair okay see folks I'm gonna we'll put that up on the screen I got it right thank you see you hired the right person <laughs> all right good I'm glad, de- I'm a detailed man glad you're paying attention. Whoa, 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 whoa. so so I think you, Paul brought this up in the video and I want I'm, I wanted to bring it up so I'm glad that you did which is you know they brought this to Nashville you know right home sweet home and they gave it to the real deal telly dudes yeah and they said like have at it and tell us if this is gonna work for you or not mm-hmm. and according to them which is you know according to the person that wants you to buy the guitar yeah is they said they loved it yeah. And they were into it. I don't feel like I, f- I feel like knowing Paul, Whoa. if a majority of people, I mean, I don't know Paul that well, but no, no, you, you know what I mean? Um, he's in your phone. He, yeah, I you do can have text his, him right I, now. I if absolutely you could, to. but I, I don't think we're, we're, we're not <laughs> friends enough for me to speak for him, but knowing like his history and, and his, mm-hmm. his ideologies on, on design, if, if a majority of those people in Nashville said, eh, I don't like it, he would have changed it. Well, it, that, that, that is the, 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 uh, the the uh, sort of alchemy that you want to nail with a guitar like this, which is I get to design something that looks fresh, looks new, is interesting, not a copy, but then the guys that want to buy a style of guitar like that can buy this and do all the shit they want to do. Right. If you could pull that it, off, hey man, I you, think that's pretty cool. I think wrapping this up, 
because uh, you're going to have to... What time is it? You're going to have to go get your baby soon. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Daycare but, dad. Let's but go. But to, to kind of wrap up this whole conversation, to all the people who are saying, it's just a telecopy, I say, bah humbug, because it is not. The bridge is different. The yeah. pickups are different. Mm-hmm. It's a tele-shaped object, <laughs> but it <coughs> is me. not... Here's what I'll say. A telecaster. Here's what I'll say. Who cares? Well, there is that. Because people like tellies and people want to buy tellies. And you could buy a telly from Fender or you could buy a telly from the uh, unbelievable amount, unbelievably high number of companies who make exact copies of the telly. Right. Or you could buy an NF53. Right. And that's the thing. That's it. That's all we're talking about. All the people that moan about that. Are you going on, on Nash's, you know, page on wherever and saying hey quit making copies do something or sir sir or Or throw a rock tom anderson there's there's the saris t i mean to me whatever it is it's like who asks when people say what's the best tube screamer well you know ibanez Ibanez makes it um uh and like who makes the best telecaster well you know and this was something that happened Mm -hmm. to me at carter Mm -hmm. i would get asked like if if i if i want to get a real good telecaster who should I look for? I'm like, well, get a custom shop telly. You get a Fender. Get a custom shop telly because they're the, custom, the only ones that make a, fi- well, a telly. Custom shop prices are, are high. Yeah. But now everybody's prices are high. Yeah. So your custom shop telly be pretty good. It'll I be, mean, that is the interesting thing is that like be pretty good. What? It'll be pretty good. It'll be pretty good. Uh, we hope. I hope it's a good guitar. Yeah. But that is like you know, and I'm coming from experience. Like you know, at Novo, we sell the boys over there. I'll always say we. Shout out to my homies. Oh yeah. They make Saris T, right? Mm-hmm. Well, or or you get a Solus F1. It's a fucking Telecaster. It's supposed to sound like that. Now we got yeah. pine bodies. We can use some different pickups, right? But the majority of it is like what you want is you want it for people to go, if I need a Tele and I want to be a little bit different, I want yeah. to get something that's got some edge to it, that's cool, you can buy that guitar. Mm-hmm. But you can also be somebody that's never been into one and you think it's kind of cool and it's different and then... Now you suddenly you're a telly guy. That's yeah. what you want to hit, and that's what Paul's going for. Absolutely, a little bit further away because it doesn't have that exact same bridge pickup. But that's what you want. You want to say, "Can I get telly guys to buy this? Can I get guys who would never buy a telly to buy this? If you can pull that off, you're the fucking man." Yeah, absolutely. That's what you want. So, I think we're just going to go in right to. I don't. Right have, I'm. The- I'm not buying or selling anything right now, so we can just uh, skip that part. Uh, <laughs> Will you go grab it? I thought we were teasing uh, gonna, something else. Let's tease this. We where, don't have to tease it. Where are you going? Physical comedy. Physical. People, so, people. Zach's just walking around the room right now. If you're I'm showing this to the camera. If you're listening on, on, uh, on the uh, Spotify's or one of the other places, Zach just took his pants off. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. Well, He's so I'm holding up to the camera the 210 double drive. Yeah. So really quick, here's the, here's the story. Here's the story. Lay it out there, bro. Uh, we collaborated uh at the at when when i was at the next to novo yes and we were all in the same building um on the airline drive yes uh when i decided to move dennis asked can i keep that name because if i want to make another pedal it makes sense to call it the airline drive because they're going to be on airline they're going to be at airline drive and yep. i said sure but we had a huge box of circuit boards gigantic box <laughs> big box and we needed to use them, and we love this circuit. Yeah, we because, do. Because Matthew and I were the ears on it. You know, the, it, we got DF seal of approval, but we were the 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 tone crafters. Tone crafters. 
Um, the only time anybody will ever call me a tone crafter. <laughs> there you go. You, everybody gets one. But we decided to... Let's make more. Make more because we love it and we want to do it. And then recently, my friend mm-hmm. and yours, Chris Buck, shared that he was using the Airlane Drive on his, his pedal board and we all went, well... We should probably sell this. We should probably put this up live. So these are on the website, 210 Double Drive Deluxe. Yeah, we're going to try to like you know keep it quiet just for fun, try a stealth release. We weren't sure. We had no real hard plans on how we were going to no. release this. And then Chris posted it, so we're like, let's just get it out there. We'll share it. So we'll it's, it. It is, uh, it's the same thing as the Airlane Drive, save for the resistors are actually... Um, they're metal film, sort of carbon composite, mm-hmm. which actually makes these more consistent unit to unit. Jeff was like, these all basically sound the same. The airlines didn't. And like, cause their component tolerances matter folks. Wow. But, um, yeah, we put it in the really red box. It has the, the off white print. It has a big two ten on it. It says double drive deluxe. It's got Morgan said, Oh, this is classic Zach with the gradient. Yeah. Cause I used to do that on all the old mythos stuff. I'd put this like line gradient on everything. It's cool. And mm. best part. What? One fifty nine. One fifty nine. a steel, absolutely fabulous this is what i'm excited about whoa sorry i'm excited about because we just talked a lot about comments and about people saying stuff we don't get a lot of feedback for pedal pushers well because it's it's like it's like housed in their favorite uh you know uh podcasting platform yeah it's on pedal pushers on the podcasting platform Mm -hmm. and now this this is going to be on youtube and there's a stream of comments about how fat I am. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> promise. This is going to spur me on to finally. I I, I, I got to do something, man. We're going to start. I need to be back in my wedding weight. This is what happens when you have. It's a pandemic and you have two kids. Oh, yeah. You don't do anything. It's like I'm packing. I'm packing it on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, be sure but to I'm, like. So, yes, I'm excited about. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm excited about all the comments to tell us how wrong we are about everything we that, said. That's fine. I'm very excited about The that. more comments, the better. If you've watched this far, then you've earned it. But uh, yeah, be sure to like, subscribe, do all the things. We're going to put this on the Mythos Pedals YouTube channel. We're going to try to grow that channel. We are attempting to turn my room into a proper YouTube thing. It's going to be fun. And, you know, let's, uh, let's uh, do more of these. Where? Every week? Oh, we're going to do it every week? Oh, every other week. <laughs> I've, been, I've been, folks, folks, I've been trying to talk them into every week. Because I can keep talking. I know you can. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye.